morning. Yes, we saw you. We caught you. You saw me. <laughs> Good morning, LinkedIn. Good morning, Bert. How are you doing? Good morning, LinkedIn. Good morning, Doreen. This way. You know, I'm I'm doing great, Doreen. Wow. No I snappy answer this morning. Just yeah, like it's quite quite like subtle this morning. You're like, mm, you know, I'm doing well. But you know, that's what matters. You are doing well, and we are doing well here on the other side of the screen. And we are here every Saturday morning to bring you positive vibes. Bring you positive energy so you know and while we are talking about you know topics that are maybe trending that are maybe uh, challenging controversials but we are here to have an open conversation so you don't have to think about what happened next no, during the week what will happen next week but you are here with us today for 30 minutes of a fire fire conversation and as usual i see many of you saying hi good morning everyone tell us when where you are tuning in from and today robert our topic is quite important and actually uh, this week was uh, mental health awareness and so today we are talking about mental health in the workplace. Whew. That's a heavy topic, you know, because our mental health is extremely important. Yeah. And, you know, we, we think a lot about, and we talk a lot about, you know, physical health, staying healthy, uh, eating healthy, moving your body. But still, I feel like there is a stigma around uh, mental health where on one side, we hear more and more voices speaking about it, but on the other side, the reality is still quite challenging. And let me share with you uh, some data actually uh, from the American Psychiatric Association. So according to one of their latest survey, the number of employees who say they can talk openly about mental health with coworkers and supervisors is around 56%, which is surprisingly down from last year because it was over 60%. And according to this, to this survey, these results imply that things may not be getting better. And this is a problem for employees, but not only anymore, for employers too. Because on one side, employees are struggling to get mental health care and stigma, it's still a major issue in the workplace, especially, and we don't talk a lot about them, about us, especially for young people. Yeah, well, and you know, <clears throat> in my opinion, just my opinion only, the biggest part of the problem is that the modern workforce has for far too long treated people like robots. What I mean by that is they want you to come to work, show up and do a job and then drop off everything that you've done before you entered their doors and then pick up their work. Now, they don't mind if when you leave, you take some of their work with you, but they still don't understand that you have things that you bring to work with you. You have things that you are going to take from work as well. You don't sit on an assembly line in the office space and just work. Well, I take that back. Let me just not say office space. That's whether you're a white collar worker, blue collar worker. You have people who wake up one morning just not feeling well. Maybe they yeah. just want to vent about something and be done with it. Now, I'm not saying that they should have to vent that at work. I'm not saying give them a 
space to do that at work. But what I'm saying is your mental health affects how you perform on the job. Heck, your physical health, you mentioned that previously, your physical health affects your mental health. Sometimes you could physically be worn down and it affects your mind and what you think and how you mm -hmm. think about things. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think a lot of companies don't understand that they employ human beings, not robots. Yes, yes. And actually, there are a couple of reasons, you know, uh, that can have an impact on your mental health. And maybe you have experienced uh, experienced one of these. Uh, recently, uh, since the, the, the pandemic, unfortunately, we have been hearing stories of job losses, right? Creating unemployment uh, stress like never before. So that can be your situation. Working from home also, you know, uh, with all the new constraints uh, on the way we allocate our time, energy, money, uh, the Zoom fatigue, that's something also that is real, uh, burnout, isolation. So, you know, those uh, uh, factors were like, have been around forever, but the COVID-19 of course has exacerbated, you know, has amplified those uh, factors and the impact, the impact that it can have on our life. So have you experienced any one of these, uh, uh, Robert, during the past two years? You know, I will say some slight isolation, but right before the pandemic, I was working remote anyway, so I was used to being alone, but the isolation became worse. But I think a lot of times we have to understand that we can reach out to other folks. We can reach out and call up whoever we want to call up. We have friends at our disposal. I think we have doctors at our disposal, but I think that was the biggest one for me was kind of the, the isolation away from others. Yeah, that was a big, a big one for me too. And here, so in Toronto, Canada, in Ontario, the province, we are not in lockdown, but it's like a partial lockdown. So after the uh, uh, Australia, we had the longest lockdown <laughs> uh, uh, in history. And of course, you know, it has a toll on us, like, because we were not born and we are not used and human beings as human beings, we are not like we were not created to be isolated from the rest of the world. We need human interactions. You can be an introvert. I'm an introvert. So yes, I have enjoyed sometimes the, 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 the lockdown, but listen, still it has a toll on us. And, and we have a couple of comments here uh, that are interesting. Um, so here do we, we have Chris here who says, uh, most companies view their workforces their workforce as tools and equipment, a means to execute work, not as people that have emotions, experiences, and thoughts. And that's what, what you were saying, Robert. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It creates this imbalance. Um, and, and granted, life is not fair. Let's just be honest about that. Life is never, ever fair. But I think when we live a life where we take more than we give and we don't give back at any point in time that's when you create this unfair imbalance that drives people really 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 insane um and, and also if you look from a psychological standpoint they'll tell you that 95 percent of our decisions 
are made from our subconscious mind. So mm -hmm. when people feel good at work, they'll do a better job. Whether they have the ability to do it or not, first you gotta make sure that they're in an environment where they actually feel good. And I know that sounds counterintuitive because you think, well, I'm paying you to do the job, you should do it. But how many people you see have high paying jobs and are still unhappy? Mm -hmm. How many people you see with low paying jobs that are extremely happy? Very true. You know, it's, it's, it's not about money. I mean, like, of course, you know, it can be a source of stress depending on your situation, but there is much more to it. And actually, uh, I don't know if you have seen it, uh, Rob, it's quite trending on TikTok. And for those of you watching the live or the replay, let us know if you have seen this trend of TikTok where you see millennials and uh, younger people quitting their job like in the middle of a, of a work day and recording themselves like, hey, I'm quitting my job. I'm setting my, myself up free. And they just like leave. They leave the workplace and they are like, they feel such a relief. And this is trending. But actually, this is cool and funny to watch. But on the other side, like there is a real concern about, first of all, companies not taking care of their employee yet still and on the other side you know people taking the power back realizing that okay you know what what i have been doing is not aligned with who i am this is not the life that i want to live so i will quit and i quit and i will figure it out and 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 you know now and, and thanks to the social media, and even though it's still challenging, there is a conversation that is happening where, you know, we understand. I feel like there is a, a um, how do we say? Oh, I'm losing my English this morning. <laughs> but there is like this uh, wake up call among people that, hey, I'm not feeling okay. I'm not feeling right. There is nothing wrong with me. I'm not going to accept, you know, this kind of behavior or this kind of workplace toxic culture. So I'm leaving because I am the one in control of my life and I'm not going to let corporate America or any other industries, companies like have a negative impact on my mental health. So have you seen this trend on TikTok? I know you're on TikTok. Robert. I, I have seen it. You know, I actually saw it on YouTube uh, prior to the pandemic, but I'll tell you what. Here's what I think about it, though. I think it's disgusting. I think it's disgusting and despicable. So I think there, there are two sides to every coin, right? So think about the mental state of someone who would actually do that. Here's the thing. If you're not happy with your current job, try to look, well, first, try to change from within. Express yourself like an adult, not like a child with a phone who's sitting there. Because I've seen, I, the, the most popular one I've seen is this, one, this girl quitting walmart she curses out everyone just i mean no. it, it is horrible i mean no i mean now, that's an extreme i haven't seen that but that's extreme like remain polite and respectful of people of course <laughs> now the ones that i've seen have been very disrespectful and again i think it's despicable because the first thing is if you have an issue somewhere you should be able to use your big boy and big girl voices tell someone look i'm having an issue in the workplace and here is my issue that i'm having right it's just as simple as that. Then, then if the issue doesn't pan out, you just leave. You don't try to change somebody else's workplace unless they really want to change. Because if not, you're forcing something on them. It's their workplace that they set up. 
they have their rules. You know what the rules are. You can try to change them, you know, using the techniques available to you in that workplace. If they don't want to change, you can't force anyone to change unless they're doing something illegal, unethical or immoral. And so but yeah, I think I think that that's deplorable because you got to it's deplorable. You're displaying your character. So think about this. If I see someone that has quit right there on social media, how are you going to do me when you get mad at something that you disagree with me with instead of talking to me about it? You know, you're just going to post I, I, video. I agree with you, Robert, but I do believe maybe here there is a, a, a way of dealing with things that is different from a generation to another. And even though that I agree with everything that you share, that that would be the way I would uh, go about it, 100%, I think I understand also, you know, the youngest generation uh, in the sense that, you know, a lot of young people in the workplace feel like they can't talk. They feel like they don't have a voice and they are scared, actually, you know, like to let others know that they are not okay that there is something wrong so then is this like the solution to record yourself say hey i'm quitting by everyone maybe yes maybe no maybe it's a way for the youngest generation you know to uh use their voice and then you know they will figure it out later or you know it's it's also a a way for people maybe i don't know to fight back to to to, to leverage what they have to make themselves heard out of a situation where they felt maybe they didn't try so we don't know but where they felt like they didn't have a voice or that their voice didn't matter or simply they were scared of being uh you know uh, fired because they didn't feel uh okay by the way now let me address something and i'm gonna show you exactly what i mean by derelict behavior from individuals you see there's an individual down in my chat who keeps posting a link to a youtube video we keep deleting the video because we're doing a live show and we want to keep people on our show. That's what I mean by people coming to your platform and being very disrespectful. We've left up his comments where he's trying to talk about us saying, he takes down your posts. He takes down your posts. Yes, because this is a live show that we've created. This is our show. You're directing people over to YouTube, which is away from our show. That is extremely disrespectful. But that is what people do today. They don't confront issues or they don't talk respectfully. You see the way that I just addressed you very respectfully? I don't even know who you are. But that's disrespectful on our show and our platform. That is why your posts have been deleted. Yeah, and actually I blocked him. So. But does that make sense? And, and see, I, did, I wasn't mean when I said that. I'm just very direct. Yeah. But an adult could have just DM'd me and said, hey, I have an issue or a video that I want you to see. Take a look at it and tell me what you think. And maybe you guys can talk about it on the show. No, instead, he spammed our comments. Accountability is kryptonite to some people. It is their extreme weakness and because they lack human communication skills. That is a part of the problem mentally too. Because what we do is we allow that inner voice in our head to give us conversations that are one-sided and untrue. So a lot of people do need to talk to someone, but it all boils down to terrible communication skills and a yeah. lack of accountability. Yes, and, and you know, let me add up on that actually, yeah, on the lack of communication skills, uh, we know it uh, like, and use because of the 
the, the ascension of, of social media where people will either do short videos. And we had this conversation many times and, you know, they will just type in. It's, it's easier to say mean things or to be disrespectful or, you know, to communicate simply behind the computer than people lack communication skills. And it does have a toll. And I do agree with you on that, Robert, like on your mental health, because if you can't express yourself, if you can't like find the words to tell people or to or like or to share with someone that you trust that you are not okay that you are having challenging or that you are facing a situation that is not okay for you how could you expect the word the company or the people to address it if you cannot put words on it so here this is a very very uh, good point that you are you are bringing to the conversation robert and um oh go ahead well, you have to think about it. It is similar, and some people are probably going to get offended by what I'm about to say, but it is like dealing with children. If you look, a child, before they learn how to speak, what do they do when they get frustrated? They cry. As they're learning words, they cry less because now they know how to express what they're feeling. But initially, they're drawn, they, they respond emotionally to most things. As most people mature, they start to think more logically. Now, if you have an individual who is stuck on, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and say it. I was about to say stuck on stupid. Uh, if you have someone who is stuck in a mental state that is still childlike, that is when you see people who respond overly emotional to things. They start using adjectives. They call people stupid, ugly, and crazy. And they do a bunch of stuff like that because mentally they are stuck and they don't know how to use words appropriately. Yeah, but I think that could be the topic of another show because, like, there is a lot <laughs> to say uh, uh, about it. And here we have a comment from Farah. Thank you for joining us, Farah, who says, mental health is extremely important in healthcare at this time. There is a big issue with suicide among healthcare providers, nurses, and doctors. Yeah. Well, and you got to think with your healthcare providers, they're working long hours and they see people on the worst days of their life. And that's the environment that they're around at work. And so they take all of that with them and they take it home. And during COVID, a lot of them had to isolate from their family. So now they had these negative thoughts of things that they saw during the day with them at home. And that's what festered in them. And that's horrible. Yeah. and. Um... And to this, she, she adds up that creating uh, healthy workplaces are important. And listen, if you are HR leaders, if you are a CEO, if you are an entrepreneur, like if you are like in the DAI uh, department, if you don't create, if you don't like, let's, let's talk about workplace here for a minute. And I think you mentioned that at the beginning of the conversation, Robert. The, the, the vision of the workplace and the, the success that, that is associated with, you know, professional success was created in, in the West, in the U.S. by white people, for white, for, from white men, from white men to white men in the middle class, middle class white men, okay? Because that back in time, that was the vision and the image of what success look like right but then uh, the workplace i mean the world has evolved 
Now you can see people of color, people with diverse backgrounds, uh, people, we call it, we call us, they call us here visible minorities. Uh, uh, you name it, you know, women entering the workforce, uh, women like acts like becoming boss, CEOs and all of this. So there, there are a lot of changes that happened like in the world, in our society, but the workplace stayed the same as the way it was created. So making people miserable, feeling miserable, people feeling to be obliged to do things that are not aligned with who they are, right? And now we have reached like a breaking point where if you don't reinvent the workplace to match the needs and just, you know, to adjust to what society is today, I strongly believe that your business is going to fail. Yep. You know, I agree with that. And here's here's what I think. Again, just my opinion. I think the big issue is we have lost a sense of community even outside of work. And so since we've lost that sense of community, oftentimes we looked to work for that. So you think about you live in a neighborhood you don't even know the person that lives to the left of you or the person that lives to the right of you. However, the people that you work with are now the people that are your friends and sometimes your extended family. So you go to lunch with them. After work, you go to happy hour with them. And what happened during the pandemic is people's community was literally shut down. Their neighbors, quote unquote, you know, the workplace replaced the community in the neighborhood. So now their neighborhood was destroyed. And I think when companies start to figure that out again, that that's what people are craving as a sense of community, much like you said, they got to give the people what they want. Again, this is just my speculation because I know when I grew up, I knew all my neighbors. And then as I became an adult, I didn't know my neighbors. I knew the people at work because those were the people that were like my, my extended community. And so we lost a lot of that during the pandemic, but also at most workplaces, they don't even encourage community. If you stand around the water cooler and talk for too long, you'll get reprimanded. However, that's where a lot of internal networking and business gets done. Yes, yes, 100%. And we have a comment here from uh, Benjamin who says, uh, the, USA, the USA is still stuck on plantation era 1776. <laughs> Man, you went back real far there, Benjamin. Yeah, we <laughs> <that far? laughs> The workplace wasn't there, uh, wasn't there yet. So now we have addressed uh, a few of the things, you know, that can impact your mental health in uh, a professional setup. And of course, there is like many more things that can affect and impact your mental health. Mm -hmm. But um, as I was doing the research, you know, I came across a few uh, tips actually that can help us cope better with a situation that is out of control. And I would like to share those uh, with you today. So I have uh, four tips here. The first one is to give yourself time to adjust. When we went into lockdown, I feel like, and let me know if you felt the same, I feel like we had to be able to know what to do right away, like right away, okay? Uh, zoom, this, lighting, blah, blah, and oh, so you look professional and you have to, you know, uh, make it interactive and you have to still connect with people and you have to network and network has evolved, uh, you know, since now we are working from home. So 
a lot of things have happened. You have the kids at home, like your 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 dining room is becoming your office. Like a lot of changes happened at once. So you want to give yourself the time to adjust. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Okay, it's through now and for whatever you know is going, whatever crazy situation is going to happen to us in the years to come. Just give yourself some time to adjust. And the, there is another one that we touched on uh, with uh, Robert is to reach out, reach out to stay strong. You are not reaching out because you are weak. You are reaching out to people to stay strong, right? In difficult time, like by default, we will uh, withdraw from friends and family. And so we will isolate ourselves even more. And human beings don't, good, don't do good in isolation. So, you know, reach out to stay strong the third one is to find other ways to de define yourself and you know a lot of people uh define themselves by their job title but you are much more than your job title you are much more than your job title your job title doesn't define who you are Okay, so find other ways to define yourself that are not attached, like that are not attached to your job. And, and finally, last but not least, focus on what you can control. This one was a big, big one for me because you can't control, and I know you're going to add up on this one, Robert, you can't control how quickly a potential employers can call you back for an interview for hire or you don't know how quickly an employer can fire you or let you off you can't you don't know and now you know and i learned that when i moved to the to north america because i was so shocked when i saw that in north america like you can come to work in the morning and one hour later or maybe during lunch time while you are having your lunch and you know uh, taking your break you can be fired like laid off <laughs> that, that that was like in france for example you can't you can't fire people like this right so focus on things that you can control you know so you can allocate your energy to the things that you can have an impact on to the things that you can have a control on to the things that you can change if you want to as opposed to spending too much time and energy being scared and worried about what could happen about what ha happened and this kind of stuff oh we i love all of those i especially love the last one because i think when we when we sit in worry what ends up happening is that affects our mental and our physical health yeah. When we're actually doing something, in other words, doing something that we can control, that action at least distracts your mind from the stuff that you could be worrying about. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean that you have nothing to worry about. But if you focus your energy on doing action and completing the task you can control, then your situation will be just that much better. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, before we wrap up, let's let's let, let's take a look at a few your uh, uh, comments. Uh, so uh, we have Alaba here who is sharing with us. I'm currently down mentally today because of lack of respect by someone. I'm just trying to reassess the situation, then decide without anger. So first of all, thank you for sharing uh, this with us, uh, 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 Alaba. Um, 
yeah and and you know actually you're having and again what we are sharing here robert and i are based on research that we do because we want to provide you interesting information of course but it's all also based on our own experiences and opinions right and i do believe alaba you are having the right approach because it's never like we never take good decisions out of anger you know you can't control the way this person behaves you can't but you can control your own emotion how you feel about it and how you want to handle it this is your power alaba and you can decide also that this is your choice to let this person who has been disrespectful impact your, your impact your impact yourself or not the power to decide is yours yeah and see i i, I know alaba he's a very calm guy and the thing about that too is if you allow someone else to control your reaction they now control you yeah exactly and here it adds up it adds up uh human beings don't do good in isolation exactly robert um robert araba so here that's why we have created this space also every saturday you know just to take you out of your daily routine maybe you need to talk to people maybe you don't want to talk to people and you just want to listen that's fine too this is why we have created good morning Dindin. so you have a space we are creating a community where each one of us can express ourselves you know you have a space to express yourself to make your voice being heard for being seen and we are here to have these conversations all together so we are hitting the 30 minutes mark Rob is there anything that you would like uh, to add just remember the four points that Doreen just went over those were golden yes so let me recap them quickly give yourself time to adjust reach out to stay strong find other ways to define yourself you are much more than your job title and focus on what you can control you have the power in your hand okay so that's all for us today thank you very much to, to all of you who joined the live conversation for those of you watching the replay leave your comment questions below we'll read and answer all of them you have a wonderful day you take care and we will see you next week saturday for another live episode of good morning linkedin thank you and bye bye everyone peace out <laughs>